Hi, I'm Maiken Kühl, freedom fighter and business developer. I help brave and ambitious business owners to grow badass, high-end, scalable businesses based on one to two offers without launches. Businesses that make the world a better place. I've built a business that gives me the freedom to live an extraordinary life and I want you to do the same. Subscribe to this podcast and learn more about how to change the world, make more money and be more happy. Okay, are you ready for your next comedian? The stand-up challenge has now gone international. People coming all over the world just to come here to the world's famous Carolines on Broadway to be able to perform. This next lady comedian is coming to us all the way from Denmark. She is the CEO and founder of Unstuck.dk. She's a speaker, a high-level coach, and just one of the best people I've ever, ever met. Put your hands together for Mike and Cool! Hello, everyone. Hello. I must check if Matt has he always, also sweated on my set list, but uh, I think it survived. Um, it's so good to be here tonight, uh, and it's also very good to feel that my heart is still beating. <laughs> so when I told one of my friends that I was doing stand-up, his comment was, but, Mike, you're so short. No one can tell if you sit down or stand up. Thank you, friend. But I did it anyway. So, like Matt said, I'm from Denmark. How many of you know about Denmark? Oh. Okay, some of you know about Denmark. Most people say, yeah, Denmark, I've heard of it but I don't know shit about it. <laughs> That's okay. And then they try to come up with something and they say, so Denmark, that's a city in Germany. <laughs> no, Germany is Germany. And then they go, Ikea, it's Ikea. <laughs> no. That's Sweden. And then finally they go, oh, it's where weed and prostitution are legal. No, wrong again. Yeah, that's the Netherlands. And when I come to think about it, maybe I should move to the Netherlands because I tell you, that place is way more fun than Denmark. <laughs> So, I don't blame anyone that they don't know much about Denmark, because Denmark doesn't make the news a lot. We don't have a big army. We just have, like, a couple of guys that get together and march. <laughs> and never has there been a war, and someone said, Thank God the Danes are here. We're safe now. <laughs> no. 
The only time we were on the news was when Donald Trump wanted to buy Greenland. <laughs> Then a swarm of news crew, they came to Denmark. And our prime minister, she had to go on camera and tell Donald Trump that Greenland was not for sale. I guess he didn't even know that Greenland is a part of Denmark. I think that guy was calling up realtors and saying, Hello, this is Donald Trump. I want to buy it all. Why can't I have it all? I'm Donald Trump. I get what I want. But no. But at least everyone knew about Denmark for a day and a half or something like that. And now, no one cares. So, in Denmark, we don't have much crime. Not like here in the U.S. You guys, you really like to murder. <laughs> so many people are killed here. So, despite the incredible odds that I will be murdered, I do love coming to New York. <laughs> At least there's some history here. The West Coast is so new. I was in California in the old town district of Pasadena, which was established around 1875 or something, about the same year the house I live in back home was built. <laughs> so not that old. So in Europe, things are much older. In England, you can actually tour the cottage where Shakespeare got his first-hand job. <laughs> so America is like a teenager, I think. Easily distracted, likes to party all the time, and think buying things will make them happy. <laughs> so I was on this trip, and I met this guy, And he introduced himself to me as Mark Senior. And then he said, and this is my son. His name is Mark Junior. Whoa. <laughs> and later on that evening, I met another guy. And his name was Ricky Miller III. And Ricky Miller III, he proudly showed me a picture of his son and said, and this is Ricky Miller IV. Wow. But I get it. You come from a long line of unoriginal people. <laughs> so what could be even worse than naming your kid Ricky Miller like the 16th? <laughs> well, naming him Harry. So we actually named our son Harry. And uh, around here, I guess it's like, you know, a hairy guy, someone who doesn't shave. And in England, it's definitely someone who says, fuck you, family. I'm out of here. <laughs> But in Danish, Harry actually means the ruler of the house. And who the fuck would do something that stupid and call their kid the ruler of the house? <laughs> well, I did. 
the same person who also believed in all the fake marketing about motherhood. <laughs> so I'm like one of those miracle moms you see in the news. I had Harry after I turned 43. And I do think there's a double standard here because if a man have a baby at like 97 or even older, then people say, way to go, dad. Your boys are still swimming. <laughs> but if a woman have a baby after 40, it's more like, what the hell are you thinking about? You're going to be dead before your kid reaches college. You are too old. So I didn't even know I wanted to become a mom. And when I got pregnant, it was a total surprise. And everything they tell you about having kids, I found out was a big, fat lie. I tell you this much, if I marketed my business that way, I would be out of business and I probably also would be in jail right now. <laughs> so first I tell you, oh, pregnancy is so magical. Really? The truth is, you're going to be sick every day for nine months. You're going to throw up. That's the reality. Then they tell you, so you go through labor, and once you see your baby, your heart will melt, and it will be all worth it. The truth, you're going to be in labor for 24 hours. It hurts like hell, and all you can think of is, I am never going to be right down there again. <laughs> and when they handed me my baby, they handed me this slimy little creature, all covered in blood, who? I don't know what. And I looked at him. And I looked at him. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with his head? He, he has a vagina head. So who is ever going to play with a kid that looks like that? Who's going to hire a guy with a love tunnel for a cranium? What kind of job could he possibly get? A career as a tampon tester? And then I just thought, you little shit. Why did it take you so long to get out? Look what you did to your head. And maybe that should have been a sign of what to come. So they also tell you that time is going to go by so fast. In Denmark, we have one year maternity leave. After five months, I was going crazy. Because I found out I signed up as a 24-7 room service waitress. So I was actually thinking about driving back to the hospital and giving him back. Look, you can take him back. I just gave him a Brazilian. He almost looks normal now. But of course, I didn't do that. So everything is 
fine with the ruler now. He is a happy, healthy tyrant. And of course, I love him very much. But he is taking over our living room with all his toys. I actually had to go and buy another house just so I could have a living room that didn't look like Paw Patrol headquarters. <laughs> He's a really powerful one, quite unstoppable. On his three-year-old birthday, he woke me up in the morning by punching me on my nose, so I started bleeding. And as I laid there in my bed with blood all over, I couldn't help thinking, oh, the joy of motherhood. <laughs> yeah. Time is really flying. <laughs> so, luckily for me, I do have other joys in my life. I'm an entrepreneur. I do stand up tonight to get out of my comfort zone. Entrepreneurs do a lot of things in the name of growth. They jump out of planes. They swim with sharks. They do drugs. And then they also go on all these trips. And never is there one moment of silence on all these trips. There's always something going on. And once you get home, you're more fucked up than ever. <laughs> you have all these new ideas, perspectives. And then three months later, you have to go on another trip to find yourself once again. So I was recently in Africa. It was quite intense. Lions were running around everywhere. So tonight, I may not get a standing ovation. I may not get my own comedy special. But at least I know nothing is going to run on stage and eat me. <laughs> so not that there's something wrong with that kind of shows that's in Italy. But uh, yeah. So, as an entrepreneur, with a respect for myself, of course, I also have this incredible aura ring that tracks my sleep and everything else that goes on in my body. Anyone else have this kind of ring? What a great invention. So, every morning it tells me how bad I slept and how unproductive I'm going to be today. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, aura. I got things to do. I actually ended up taking it off because it was stressing me out. No wonder why I couldn't sleep at night. If I didn't get to bed at 10, I knew that bitch was going to give me shit in the morning. <laughs> Besides this stupid ring, I do love being an entrepreneur and I do love my coaching business. So, most of my clients, they're women. It's strange because I didn't build my company that way. But men, they think I only work with women. So, there's no way in my marketing where I say you need a certain level of estrogen for my programs to work. In my sales funnel, I don't have a picture of me breastfeeding. And I certainly don't say that you need to be able to cry for no reason. But still, Men thinks I only work with women. I think some men at least are stuck in a certain mindset. And a perfect example of that is, I have horses and I love to ride my horses by the ocean. So 
To get there, I need to load up my horses in the trailer and get in the truck and drive there. As soon as I get there and I'm about to back up the trailer, these ocean men, they leap onto the hood of my truck because they think there is no possible way a blonde woman could back up a horse trailer without killing herself, the horses, and destroying everything around her. So I think it's all mindset. And if men don't even think I can drive in reverse, how the hell should they think I can help them get unstuck too? Thank you. It's been such a pleasure being here tonight in the CEO. Make it cool, big round of applause. This is hard enough if you speak English. If English is your you know primary language, it is so much harder because you've got to think about what's going on inside of our head. It's all like you know that like frozen talk, whatever they do. And, but it's got to come out, you know, all bullshit. So give her another round of applause. Mike and... Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Get Unstuck, Unleash Your High-End Scalable Business Podcast. Remember to get your freebie in the show notes. Did you get inspired to grow a badass scalable business? Then subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Write a review and help other business owners to discover our show.